Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise podcast with me, Moira Kassaba, and this is an episode of AMA, Ask Me Anything, and I am loving your questions. I am loving recording these episodes because I just know that this is the stuff you really want to know, and as I've said on other episodes, it's so fun to have these kind of conversations really, because I have been in the situation a million times where I'm just like, I just want to know this one thing, right? Or if I could ask Tony Robbins this one question, like it would help me so much. And so I'm hoping that you're finding these helpful. Keep the questions coming. I love it. Um, And today's question is around recovery. And I think it's an important topic to discuss. And, you know, especially when it comes to recovery, just know that this is my experience and this is my opinion and it's different for everybody, but I, um, I can only speak from my experience, right? So the question is, do you still go to AA or recovery meetings? And the answer is yes. So I have been sober and there's an episode um, about my sobriety story. I'll link that in the show notes below if you want to hear the whole gruesome, crazy story into sobriety. You can definitely go listen to that episode because I know people are curious about the backstory. Um, But I got sober January 2nd, 1999. I was 21 years old. And so I am... I'm 24, 23 years sober. (laughs) You lose track after a while, kind of like you lose track of your age after 40, right? I think I'm 23 years sober, Um, but it doesn't really matter. I've been sober for a long time and it was definitely rock bottom, suicidal. I was either going to kill myself, you know, unwillingly by accident and just something because it was so crazy of a life I was living, or I was going to end my life by my own hand, you know, and the bottom line of, there's a couple really important things I want to chat about when it comes to why I still go to meetings. And, you know, I've had this question from like people, even in my family who I adore just out of curiosity, they're like, but explain that to me. Like you don't have a problem anymore. Well, there's different schools of thought on that. First of all, you know, I believe that if I forget where I came from, if I forget that I'm an alcoholic, there's a chance. And statistically, there is a very large chance that I would drink again, you know, that I would just kind of forget uh, about the reality of the disease, the reality of my own addiction. And So number one, it's not a risk I'm ever willing to take. If somebody said, if you were on your deathbed with cancer and somebody said, you got to go to this place once a week to chat with some amazing humans, it's going to fill your soul. That's kind of point two. But like, even if it was nothing to do with that, if it was just like, hey, you got to show up to this place once a week for an hour and there's a really good chance that you will never die from cancer, that this isn't going to come back. And you have this beautiful life that you love and this spouse that you adore and this family, you've got kids. Would you ever, ever take a chance on that? And that's how I feel in a nutshell about meetings. Like I am not willing to roll the dice 
on a relapse that I can guarantee you will lead to death for me. I'm just not willing to roll the dice on it. So yes, I still go to meetings. And there's really three points here. There's probably a million, but number two, I tell a lot of people that aren't in recovery, like it's kind of like church. If you're a church goer, like a lot of people go to church on Sunday, they get to see their community. They get to get filled up. They get to take an hour out of their week and just reflect, right? They're either, you know, the sermon that day might be about gratitude. It might be about forgiveness. It might be about, um, you know, taking a personal inventory, which we do in the 12 step world. It might be about paying it forward and being of service to others, like the topics and the things that come up during meetings, make me a better person, right? Like I come out of a meeting way better every single time than when I went in. The other piece of the community is it is the most incredible humans. When you come together with people that have walked their darkest, darkest, darkest days down the same path that you have, there is an openness, a vulnerability, a love, a connection that you could never put words to. You know, that was actually the topic in the meeting I went to yesterday, that there is something there that you just will never have with anyone else. There's just a level of connection and understanding. And, you know, when I have walked through tragedies in sobriety, it's one of the first places I go to share that pain. And, you know, they say pain shared is pain cut in half. And just the, the tenets of recovery. Um, I remember my mom who was in, she was in Al-Anon. She said, um, wouldn't the world be better if everybody work the 12 steps. It is a beautiful spiritual process that is not a one and done. You know, we live in the 12 steps as people in 12 step recovery. And I wouldn't change that for anything in the world. And then the third biggest point, I think that is the reason I still go to meetings and will never not go is that if everybody stopped going to meetings, there would be no meetings. Like people need to see, you know, when I walked into the rooms 23 years ago, there was people with four days, there was people with four years, there was people with 40 years and I needed all of that. Right. And so paying forward this gift that I've been given, talking to another alcoholic, talking to somebody that's new in recovery, like there is never I don't know if there's been a time besides like speaking on stage, which scares me, but is what God's called me to and feels so like my purpose on life in life. Um, but when I'm talking to another alcoholic that needs help, I am feeling like I am the hands and feet of Jesus on the ground. And that is one of the absolute reasons I'm on this planet still. You know, through sobriety, I have lost a sister to addiction and I have lost countless friends. And as hard as this is to say out loud, you know, I've been in this situation multiple times where I am kneeling beside a casket, looking at someone's body who I loved, knowing 
that they died of the same thing that I have. That's humbling. And I think that's the other piece of a group of people in recovery. It's so real and it's so raw that it's always a piece of what has kept me humble. You know, I drive over the bridge into downtown Charleston and somebody's on the corner begging for food and, you know, with a sign. And I think that could so easily be me. That, that could literally be me. I am one drink away from that. And so recovery meetings are a beautiful, beautiful part of my life that I hope to God that my ego doesn't ever get in the way of my commitment to that. And I don't think it will. It's been 23 years. Um, and I shared something actually on my Instagram stories the other day. Somebody said, um, actually, let me look it up for you really quick because it was, it was so beautiful. Just, and I, and I shared this publicly because um, I just thought it was so important. So a friend of mine just talking about her, if you haven't heard this, well, this is a song. And she said, uh, my uncle, who's only eight years older than me is around X amount of years sober, blah, 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 blah. And then the next day she said, oh my gosh, I went to an AA meeting today with my uncle, 30 years sober. I'm not even an alcoholic and I want to go to these meetings. So amazing. And so I see that like there are so many people in my life that I wish could experience what I experience. And I've had some of my very best friends say to me sometimes like, you're so lucky Moira, which was an alcoholic. <laughs> and I just laugh, right? Because we laugh a lot in meetings. But I'm like, I know what you're talking about. Like, I have this built-in community. I have this built-in support system. I have this unwavering support. I have these tools that I've practically grown up with. And does that give me a quote-unquote leg up? I don't want to say it does, but I'm sure I'm grateful to have it, right? It is such a gift. There's no part of me being involved in recovery meetings that feels like a burden, like it is the greatest gift, the greatest gift. So I just want to share again, my experience with that. I am not um, a believer that like, there is only one way to get sober or get into recovery or end an addiction. I think there are lots of ways out there. I'm so grateful that I did it through 12-step meetings and 12-step programs. Um, and I just want to encourage you, if you feel like the stigma or the fear and like the extreme uncomfortability of walking into your first meeting, grab a friend, you know, it's not, you're not, it's the least judgmental place on the planet. I'll tell you that um, you will be welcomed with open arms. It won't be as uncomfortable as you think. And um, yeah, I just want to encourage you in that. So bottom line, yes. I still go to meetings and I hope I'll never stop. Thanks guys. Thanks for your questions. Thanks for joining us with this AMA episode. Um, if you will, please, please, please um, follow the podcast, but also um, reviews and, you know, ratings and that kind of stuff on Apple are hugely helpful for us. So I would love for you guys to do that. And again, thanks for listening. Bye guys. Thank you.